0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking back over last weekend's Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship semi finals, uh, two ding dong battles in Kingspan Breffany. Um, we'll also be discussing briefly um, the relegation playoff between Rammer United and Swanland Bar. Um, and we want to bring your attention, firstly, to an event that's going on. This is for our listeners over stateside. If you're anywhere in the New York area, um, there's an invitation here for you to join the um, some of the crew from, from Cavan G.A. Al Nomar will be over there. Mickey Graham, the Cavan manager, is over there. It's in Rory Dolan's this Saturday night at 8 p.m. And it's the launch of the Cavan G.A. Polo Grounds Centre of Excellence. Um, so it should be a great night's crack. Free admission in And there's a, a buffet there as well So if you're hungry And you're in the New York area Head on down to Rory Dolan's This Saturday night Should be a really good good night And we're hoping to get a wee bit of audio From the event um, And bring it to you on next week's podcast But um, the, the intermediate I suppose we might start off With the relegation playoff Paul Fitzpatrick joins me as always um, Do you mind the people who've said to me since Jesus You were you so wrong Damien Swad did want to go down and have gone down Are you surprised? No Because I predicted it <laughs> yeah, That's a
1: lead, leading question What do you want me to say to that? No. I'm just so su- I, I still don't believe That they wanted to go down I, I can't fathom Maybe Well the fact that they That they lost Doesn't necessarily prove That they kind of wanted To go down I suppose But Maybe like, The fact that they lost Convincingly to, to be fair like you know They're, they're leaking goals so much And their sh- numbers are tight They're better off in Junior They are better off in Junior like w- w- maybe worry, so. You know, find your level there and be competitive and, and uh you know rather than, than struggling, like they now they can regroup and maybe say, right, let's go and win it win a cup here.
0: Maybe, um, yeah, maybe. I, I I honestly thought and I'm I'm just even thinking back, and it's not that long ago, I think I think the year Shercock won it, Swanland Bar and Shercock played an absolute ding-dong battle in uh, in Bally Hayes. Very very close game In Intermediate In Intermediate That's right A really good game Like and Shercock go on and win The Championship Now two years later Swan and Barra Going down to Junior And it's if anything, Kair, Kair,
1: in, When you were with Killing Care right. And following your Killing Care he won it
0: Yeah They were right there Like there was That's why I, I just don't I don't think that They're a Junior team Personally I think that they're Well the last
1: time They were Junior They got to the All-Ireland final Yeah So that Maybe that's
0: awesome. what they're looking to build out on. Like, and for me, they've they've brought in even in those couple of years some some good players. Rory Corn, I, I think, is a really talented footballer. So, you know, there's there's young McGovern as well. Um, what's his first name? Gone for me. Um, jo- John Joe. John Joe McGovern. Yeah. You know they have the young lads coming
1: as well. well looking at so. like their team, they played the last there like, your Breffni McCarron there full back as well. Joey O'Brien, the young players. Obviously Gerobe McCarran, Rory Coren was playing Cian McGovern Cian McGovern yeah. Cian McGovern Sorry yeah Jonjo on. I, G- I know Jonjo from G- playing with like, He played on a McCrory team That's right In a semi-final He didn't
0: play a lot this year though
1: um, Cian McGovern is a fabulous passer of a ball like, mm, He is a you know. right, Fantastic player uh, Looking at the Rammer team It was, it was um, Comfortable win for them Just yeah. looking at the report here in front of me Like 2 Paul O'Connell played
0: well apparently
1: yeah, we um, McKernan went off with fifteen minutes to go, so he must have picked up an injury.
0: Oh right, okay. Um, was there much in it at that stage? I wonder. Yeah, there was
1: eight points in it. Right, It was one thirteen right. to one five. Um,
0: Chris Corrin didn't
1: play for Swad. No, he, he wasn't playing. Like there was some looking at the scores. Massey Farley got five five points for Rammor, to Liam Mcqu- Liam Maguire got four. James Bradley got one one. Sean Brady got a point. Brian Quilty got one two. Stephen Monaghan got a point. Uh, so mm. like, uh, Stephen Connolly was playing fullback. A lot of recognizable names there mm. that w- would have, like, would have played. Stephen Monaghan would have played midfield in the senior championship final. I think when
0: they won it. Yeah, he was. He yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. So. Like that, a lot of players like that. Even Stephen Connolly that year was was playing regularly on the senior team. <laughs> you know, before he got that unbelievable bout of bad luck from Moira Cavan catching the video of him. Um, that's right. Was that that year? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he
1: ended. He ended up on
0: the. And
1: the uh, Red Arsene show off the back of that.
0: That's right. That's right. Um, but, yeah, look, when you look at that Rammer team, the other point that was made to me was all of those players are training for a championship semi final, a senior championship semi final, and then playing a relegation playoff in, in intermediate. That their trainings will be, and have been for the last while, very, very intense. So it probably has brought them on a good bit, you yeah, know. Yeah, true. True. So it's. Yeah, it's it's Swad that are down to the, the Cullies Craft Bakery Junior Championship for twenty twenty. So we'll watch that one closely. Um I tell you what, I mean that uh, le- that leaves it that
1: that um okay, Bill well, Torbert have a chance to win the intermediate. But Bilthorbert and Jemlain are the only two teams in West Calvin not junior now. That's right. As far as I can figure, like, if you take about. Ooh,
0: ooh, 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 sorry, ooh. Shannon, Gales. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon Gales. You, you oh. were about to be lynched down in Black Lion. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Shannon Gales. Well,
1: as, as we speak, I was as right, but Shannon Gales are in with a massive chance yeah. of getting out of junior. Yeah. But, like, next year you're going to have a lot of West Calvin Derbys if Shannon Gales don't win the junior this year. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's guaranteed that there's going to be some anyway. Yeah. There's no way they could avoid it. We'll be previewing all.
1: the junior later in the week, but. Yeah. I, I'm really looking forward to that game. I think that that game. It's definitely not a foregone conclusion by any means, and I think you mentioned in your preview whoever wins is going to be a very popular winner around the county, both yeah. waiting a long time for a championship success since the nineteen eighties mm-hmm. um and both of them play good football and have you know have been plugging away for a few years and deserve a trophy
0: yeah I've had their adversity and, and, and you know they're they're going to be very very popular winners but look we have the full preview yeah. over on the diehard service on patreon.com forward slash we are Kevin uh, so how does, that, how does that diehard service work then <laughs> Funny you should ask that Paul <laughs> um, Yeah no just for $5 a month you can subscribe Last weekend we brought you live commentaries on it um, of so the the, That's like one euro a week is it or something like that It's, it's a little less than one euro a week right, yeah. What would you get for that? Like? You get at least one podcast additional a week And recently it's been more like three podcasts a week Plus last weekend you got your live games on Sunday The intermediate semi-final and the senior quarter final replay so and in real plenty life, value in
1: real life away from football world like what does the hour get you like a can of coke or something
0: I don't know do, do, I think it's even more for a can of coke I wouldn't think I wouldn't think it to be worth. which would you rather load of sugar or listening to me and you talk yeah, well you're, you're, you're sugar <laughs> <laughs> sugar quick I, I like my sugar yeah Brady's Arval Limited main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family owned and family run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.com. for more details. Moving on to, I want to just bring uh, a notice to people that St. Fimber's ladies are into a very special year. They're 25 years in existence. Did you know that, Paul? No. I'm telling you. So to celebrate their 25th year, um, they're having a uh, celebratory show night in the Buneau Community Centre on the 28th. That's this Saturday night um, with Barr. So if you're not in New York, we expect you to go to Buneau to join in and and celebrate there. There's also a tournament um, on earlier in the day that's... um that's named after the trophy is the Karen Jackson trophy with eight teams taking part. So uh, there should be a great night's entertainment over there in, in Beno. And if you head on to their social media pages, you'll, you'll get all of the details. But it's uh, it should be it should be a wonderful night's celebration. Congratulations to St. Fimber's 25 years in existence. That's great for the ladies there. Great going, yeah. And a great
1: uh, tribute to the memory of Karen Jackson as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, fitting, fitting. Um, moving on to the Hotel Kilmore... Intermediate Championship semi-finals at the weekend. Biltorbet against Trum Lane. The big surprise is, from what I heard, I wasn't at this game. I was stuck at a wedding. There was no red cards, even in the stand. Yeah, it was meant to be a cracking game. Yeah, I wasn't at the game either. Now, but by all accounts, um,
1: as we predicted, a lot of dead balls. You know, um, Ryan Connolly got seven points. Ryan Conley scored three forty-fives. Wow! Just great kicking, mm. um, and the Henry.
0: If I remember the evening rightly, it was wet. Well it was wet where I was anyway. Yeah, well you were at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a picture of you, it was definitely wet there.
1: Um uh, yeah, and the Henry kicked some great scores as well. Mm. And um I think Owen McGuigan came on and made a big difference. Key right. Monaghan was doing really well in midfield and Owen McGuigan came on, he got a point and he sort of sort of alleviated the pressure there for, for the Rories. This is I'm going second on second hand reports here and um but but Jermaine actually went five down and got back level as far as I know. Uh, in the third quarter and then Beltorbit pulled away again. But um, I understand I heard from a staunch Drumlay man. Sorry to interrupt you, he Can't. said Beltorbit were deserving winners.
0: Yeah, actually do you know what? I, I, I another staunch Drumlame man got on to me and said the better team won at the evening. said Harry Clark was outstanding in goals again and actually spoke with the Beltorbit manager Park Dolan and he said the same. He said Harry Clark was brilliant in goals. Yeah. So like Beltorbit are averaging more than two goals a game. And they were kept to one and that one came late in the game, I understand. You know, that it was it was tit for tat. By
1: all accounts, both goalkeepers played well. Key and Vaughn played well too for Bill Torbett. But um I've heard that as well about Harry Clark. I had a piece in about him a while ago. There's rave reviews about him. Now, he's mm. a player like that has if you think of all the all the soccer players in the country in his age group and he represented Ireland, like playing soccer up in Dublin, extremely competitive underage leagues. You know how how good must he be uh, as a soccer goalkeeper to get international honors? Yeah, you know, yeah. unbelievable. And now he's gone into Gaelic and Drumlane have an awful lot of talent coming on. I
0: was like, just going to say, even even what they've brought on this year. So there four, I think, starters that are still technically under eighteen. Um, one of them is a player that I like, and I, I seen him last year at minor level. And even though Dromlyn, I think they were operating in Division One, and they were well bet in in the game that I seen them in. Josh Marsden is a player with massive heart. Just get stuck into anything at all, he can get stuck into. I was just going to mention
1: him. I got, I got a um, text about him saying he played cornerback. He was meant to be exceptionally good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, another man that played very well, again, a minor. I call him a minor once they under 18, but it was Michael Owen. Scored two points from corner forward. Big, big man. He'd yeah. be a nephew of Dermot McCabe's.
1: All oh, right, well, he has the football in him. Yeah. That's. That's uh, again indicative of the talent that's there and and there's a lot more to come through. Yeah. Like you'd like to Darren McGorn coming in there and county James minor McCall. Players, James McCall, County Minor Captain. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like to be fair, I don't agree with this thing of seventeen year olds not being there to play. I think it's mental.
0: Well, Darren McGorn is physically ready and so is James McCall.
1: But the the reason that's done is for fixtures. But the, but the to to use that to address the fixture crisis was was for me was like using a sledgehammer to to crack an egg. Like mm-hmm. there was absolutely no need to do that. All it's doing is robbing from from clubs with a small pick. Now, Jermaine have a have a good panel there at the minute, but clubs with a small. pick. you take Shannon Gales there, and you've got Kevin McGovern. Yeah, like,
0: he could have been. He could, could have been a difference there. He'd right? a easily start for yeah. that, that Shannon Gales team, I'd imagine. Yeah. And even I'll take it to the other to the other extreme on it that would say somebody like Michael Owens last year was still six foot four, six foot three, you know, very, very tall Gosson anyway. I'd be looking way up at him. He was physically ready last year to play senior football. Yeah. But because of his age, he wasn't let, like Matthew McGahern in, in Mullerhorn or Nicoday McCairnan in Templeport, big, big, strong lads that are on the age, they should have been let play. You know, I I I think that you have to allow clubs maybe to use the common sense in it, or the players maybe themselves or their parents to use the common sense in it and say, "No, I don't think it's a benefit to, yeah, for him to play." Of but if he's big enough, if he's strong enough, all you're doing is hampering his development. Absolutely. Like, if you go down to Australia or to New Zealand, they're not; they don't play rugby in age groups. They play them in sizes. Yeah. You know, if you're big enough to play. The the eighty kilo plus or whatever the size is, you play that size. It doesn't matter about your age, and maybe it's something like that 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 we could be looking at because I think you'd have you'd have stunted the development of a physically strong sixteen seventeen year old to play at a higher grade by not allowing them. It's, to play. it's a
1: super rule, and there's loads of examples of players who who stepped up. Like whatever about saying under sixteens can't play senior. Like to say that that seventeen year olds can't play a senior it's just mental like, yeah. and, and you take it like last year, um Ryan O'Reilly, you think from Mullaghorn couldn't play when Mullerhorn won the intermediate, but Mullaghorn lost the Ulster Club final. But if Mullerhorn had it gone on to the All Ireland semi final, he'd have been able to play. Yeah. Do you know? Because he's 'cause he's six weeks six weeks into the new year. Like yeah. it doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah, doesn't I I'd agree with you. And and
1: anyone who in Crow Park who talks about health and safety, I always remember this. In 2011, they made Cavan the 21s play, and also final on the Wednesday, and another semi-final on Saturday. So talk about health and safety, all you want, but I mean that that was that yeah. was not fair either. I
0: yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, you you've, you've got to follow through on the moral high ground the whole way. Yeah, you can't you can't just jump off the bridge halfway over. Kindly <laughs> um, again, as you mentioned, special on freeze the two Monaghan brothers. Apparently, the battle between Enda Henry and uh, and Donald Monaghan was brilliant. I heard a good few people mentioning this um, that, that throughout the game it was tit for tat even Donald Monaghan driving forward putting the Henry on the back foot and then End Henry coming out the field winning a lot of ball and, and and bringing it back up the other end apparently it was a real good battle
1: Yeah, two outstanding players could mm. be said like, I'm hoping Donald is going to go on and have a big future with Calvin but Enda Henry like, what a club player
0: He's He's Playing better now than I think I've ever seen him play. And yeah, the Henry,
1: he's, like, he's in he's in unbelievable shape. we talked about him on yeah, earlier yeah. in the summer. Like his his he's so accurate. Like if he was just a free taker, you'd say like he's he's a hell of an asset to a team. But he,
0: he's so much more than just his free. He's like he's a class act. His energy, yeah. his I'd love to get his GPS numbers just to see what sort of distance he covers and even to see his acceleration, his speed, I think he's he's got quicker. As I've mentioned this before, but i just love to see it because I don't think there's a busier player in the Intermediate Championship. Mm, well, they're in the final now. I tipped from land, so
1: that was one of the rare uh, ones you got over me. This, yeah, we're not even mentioning predictions anymore
0: <laughs> after last weekend. I don't even know what it finished up. I do know... Well, I was 11 up
1: going into it, I think.
0: You were 11 up. We'll look back and just see if I can, I can get these ones. Yeah, so ju- just for those listening in... Um, Oh, God, I got them so wrong. <laughs> I got them so wrong. We're watching this is live radio almost. Um, Bill Torbert against Drumlane, you went for Drumlane, I went for the draw. Um, Lara against Kuhullens, you went for Lara, I went for the draw. Um, <laughs> Castle Rahan against Killigarry, we both got right with Castle Rahan. And you went for Rammer, I went for Swad. Well, damn you, Swad, anyway. So <laughs> <is laughs> it's 14 now, is it? Yeah, you've three up on me on that one. Sweet. No, sorry, no no, no, you've two. Two hours. Two up on me, yeah, yeah, 13. So uh, I'm in with a chance in 2022 <laughs> to get back at you. Um, yeah, so congratulations, Bill Torbett. Well, well done on making that uh, intermediate final. We will have a preview show next week. Um, just looking ahead to that, hopefully getting some interviews. Um, just to let you know, on the, the junior championship final preview, we have interviews from the chairman, managers and captains of both uh, Shannon Gales and Killing Care. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are Um when sat- the, When's
1: that going up? Later in the week?
0: Yeah, we'll be up either tomorrow or Thursday. Um, moving on to the second of the semi finals. It was Lara against Coo-Hullens. um Kingspan Breffany, Sunday afternoon. Absolutely brilliant first half. The best first half of football I think I've seen this year.
1: Yeah, can't argue. It was absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. We were commentating on it, and I'm giving myself a massive pat in the back here. Well, yeah, I, I was saying, Kuholans, you just never know. They can be five or six down, five or six up. Their box office, you never know what they're going to do. Lara got off to a brilliant start. Like there were there were six one up, I think. Kuholans scored the first point, and and Lara scored the next five. I felt there was a few mismatches in the in the, with the Lara attackers and some of the Kuholans backs, and they were making them pay. But it, what they went, um, Doughty got a couple of points as far as I remember, and then the goal, where which was good, great defended by McKenna. He pushed Doughty out to the sideline, shadowed them well, but nobody tracked McGee. I
0: mean, Lara, Lara were 1 8 to four points up.
1: Oh, sorry, yes, so you had the goal then from, from Lara, which was a, a great, um, Jamie Fitzgerald got torn over coming out that's of defence, right, that's right, which was a mistake. Four
0: Lara players just bombing forward, then
1: and a great, very cool finish by Paul Smith. Yeah. Still had to be even.
0: He even sidestepped the keeper. I'm just thinking back on it at the time and I remember thinking ah, it was a very handy finish but the actual finish was as handy as you'll ever get but it was created by the dummy. He he sold the keeper as if he was going to kick with his right foot to his right side and then stepped across and then just tapped it in with his right foot. It was a very good finish.
1: Oh, it was a hell of a finish but Eke uh, Collins came back into it as yeah, I was the saying, the, the Doughty's hit. fist pass released McGee yes. and he buried it. It was yeah. a great goal. Big man come a thunder through the middle and he, and he buried it.
0: But his his finish was brilliant. Yeah, like that. He was at a tight angle. He had, in fairness to O'Rourke and goals, he had come out of his line just enough as far as he could come out really without just completely rushing. And then he left a tiny little pocket down to his right-hand side, O'Rourke, that, that was the only area he was going to get that ball into. Because he had narrowed the angle perfectly But McGee McGee's finish I thought was just perfect It was a daisy cutter Punted And it, it lifted the net Off the ground You know It was that sort of a Perfectly low powerful shot That the net came up Off the ground with the ball It was it was a really good finish as well
1: Yeah I thought Sean Tierney Was brilliant in the first 15 minutes mm. Many up, breaking gathering balls Gathering up the went. breaks Yeah he was class And he kicked a couple of points Probably ran out of gas a wee bit He ended up being replaced But he was He emptied the tank for his team And um, and go like going in at half time was the three points in it? Yep,
0: one nine to one twelve.
1: Yeah, and se- come out of the second half, go- Lara got off to a good start again, as far as I remember, with yeah. a point or two.
0: Accelerated out into a five point lead. Yeah, and back then
1: Cuholland's clicked again. And came back, and, uh,
0: at that stage so that was five minutes into the second half, and Lara leading one fourteen to one nine, and then I make look it that's one, how two, high scoring it was. Three, four, five, six, seven scores in a row from Cuholland's.
1: Classic cool and stuff, <laughs> and like, but like they, they put when they are when they are motoring well and they hit fifth gear like that, they're brilliant. They're they're senior standard, like and they're, they're
0: especially at the attacking end. Ah, oh, Jesus they're, they put together some great moves. Like I doubt he's a joy
1: to watch. Mm. His acceleration is excellent. Um, I was having a chat with Mickey Hannon about him. Does did he think that he'd have what it takes to step up the county? And he was saying that he definitely needs to work on his right foot. Yeah, uh, which yeah. is a common trait with a lot of left-footed players. They usually have a, a wand of a left foot And a lot of them don't have a great right foot For some reason But um, he has acceleration He has that brilliant left foot He's a natural forward And he's a goal scorer
0: Yeah, well like, he got the penalty Yeah, he got the penalty but which, which was saved But fell back into his hand And he just easily tapped it into the walked, net then He walked it into walked the net it in, yeah, yeah. yeah Good so, description um, I, I actually have the, have the um, Some of McGee's long range free taking Was brilliant I thought it really was, it really was, he made it look easy He did, like 45-50 metres and, and he, sh- he he sailed them over and what that done was with 17 minutes gone in the second half after Adrian Tate's point it was 2.15 to one fourteen, and by the 21st minute, Lara had gone 16 minutes without a score and it looked like they were dead and buried and I think I recall you saying on commentary at the time that, that after half time, I think the Two, first two scores that Coo has got after half time to bring it back to a three point game you're going all the momentum is with Coo here now and they they haven't played any of their top football as yet you know yeah. there's more to come from yeah, them. especially from, from Doughty like at one stage they looked tired mm. I, I saw them
1: at one stage they were they were turned over and you could see I think I pointed out to you there was four or five Coo players and they weren't able to get back mm. and I said they're gassed but suddenly they looked a fresh team and, and Lara had thrown everything at them. The were the ones pouring forward. Just on on the on the stats I've got in front of me here. Paul Smith has scored two forty one, twenty twenty two frees, and Evan Doughty has scored 336, 12 frees and a forty five. So he scored three three uh twenty three from play, which is an incredible score that's in phenomenal. the championship. But that that's that's a. Uh, And just uh, when we're on the subject Ryan Connolly is at present top of the list but it looks very likely that Paul Smith is going to finish with the golden boot because Ryan Connolly has 145 so he's only a point clear but he he can't add to his total Um, the only ones that might catch him are Emma Fitzsimons he's on 328 he's going to need to hit double scores Mm, and and hope Paul Smith doesn't score in the final Um, Nevin O'Donnell's on the same 231 he's going to need the same Patrick Lynch is a big outside bet there but he's still got two games to play He's on 225. Maybe. Well, potentially, yeah, <laughs> potentially. Um, did, did, on, <laughs> who's
0: saying to you, on? On <laughs> anyone, anyone from Rammer listening in? I'm not writing you off. That was, was saying I'm, potentially. I'm just saying that you did dare. You said that he had two games to play, so Rammer, anybody from up there, don't be buying him points. Um, Michael Tynan, for me, has to come in for credit because at half time, Jack. Jack uh, McKenna in the first half had uh, Christopher Tully well run around the place. He, he was he was winning that battle, and Paddy Rudden was was probably winning the battle with the with the fullback Jamie Fitzgerald, moving Connor Flanagan back into fullback, moving Fitzgerald out onto Jack McKenna, and then. Uh, moving then I can't remember who Christopher Tully sw- swapped on to. Then was it Tully? Was had it Paul a, Smith. Tully had a great second half. He did. Really he did. did. Like he was like they driving all, forward. All three of them worked. Yeah. All three of them moves worked. But look at
1: the big talking point from the game. Well, obviously Lara won it with that late goal, uh, which was a shot from Jason Walsh. And other subs did well. The Lara subs. Yeah. Like they've got a strong panel. Rory Power Rory came Power on. Power, two points. Two points. Walsh came on and was lively. Kicked in. It was a shot at a point. dropped short. Jack McKenna rose up and flicked it to the net. The
0: funny thing was, now I spoke to somebody and they said that Jack McKenna didn't touch it. Somebody who was behind the goals oh, yeah. reckoned that it just went straight in, but Jack McKenna's run across kind of took the eye of the goalkeeper and and, and the ball went straight through. Oh, then, right. Well, so,
1: I didn't know that, but uh, yeah. Well, history is written by the by the press because <laughs> Jack got the goal in the. <laughs> Jack South.
0: got the goal in. Um, I thought it was the goal as well by Jack, but, but maybe the big, maybe. The big Jack talking can let us know. point,
1: David, was. Uh, was the referee?
0: And, yeah And like, it is a talk like Not just Not just from People from Ku I have to say Neutrals well, you All st- the neutrals You, you, you stuck
1: to. it up On Instagram mm. Asked for talking points And there was four different neutrals Came back and said You have to discuss the referee In, in that game mm. How did Lara get away with What they got away with Now <coughs> We should have to make it clear That we're going to be interviewing The Lara lads next week And I was completely 100% uh, Neutral on this but personally I felt That Lara got away with a lot And I can understand Why Lara were playing on the edge Because they've been close So often in the last mm, few years yeah. And lost really tight games uh, In quarterfinal and semifinal stages
0: Semi-final Semi-final 16 I think the quarters Or the semi in 17 18 Semi-final 19 semi-final mm, you know, And, and losing tight tight yeah. games
1: But there is no doubt that there was a few red card offences there, and I'm not talking about one. There was, a, there was, there was two or three. Well, I'll red even card take offences.
0: it back to, to the first of them for me was a kick out from, a kick out from uh, the flaggy bottom in, and Shane O'Rourke and Brian McGee had both been yellow-carded earlier on in the game, and I believe Paul Smith had been given a second yellow, which I didn't see the incident to see how he got the second yellow, so I can't make a call on that at all. But Shane O'Rourke and Brian McGee were on on the ground, or or were after wrestling, and McGee ended up on the ground. Referee went over, I think spoke to a linesman, or maybe didn't, but came and spoke to the two players. Now, when they were both on yellows, if they'd done anything, they, were, they should have both been off, mm. okay, but they weren't. Which was They'd, fair enough. Which was well. Okay, send, that's send
1: right. both off or don't send any off. I'd, that's all right. I wouldn't blame him for that. But
0: the very next ball, the ball was kicked out. Cuholland's man wins it, and Shane O'Rourke catches him with a high tackle. You know, w- with the arm, it was a definite yellow card, and yeah. he didn't give it. Yeah. And that that was the start of it. That almost said, "Whoa, we can get away with a lot more here." Yeah, he, he
1: I. Th- I agree. I felt he let Dunaco don away with what I thought was possibly a red card offence. We disagreed on that in the first half. Yeah. Where, where he, he, it was a bit of a clothesline into the face. I thought, personally, I thought it was red. But it was in that last 15 minutes or so that it was pandemonium at times. Like, there was another one, and I won't say the name of the Lara player because I'm not 100% sure. I'm 90% sure, but I wouldn't like to say it. But a Lara player came past a Cucullis player on the ground and he just gave him the knee. And, uh,
0: Just running by him
1: Yeah and it was filthy
0: I believe from that incident he got a yellow card So I, I can't understand
1: Yeah and, there was, and there was a, then there was a
0: stamp There was a stamp And that was in
1: front of the linesman in front of the stand
0: Look, And again that ended up in a yellow card I don't understand how a stamp is a yellow card at any point yeah. that, that doesn't make sense to me So either you've seen it and it's a red card Or you didn't see it and it's nothing so if you didn't see it, you didn't see it. There's nothing you can do about it. Or if none of the officials seen it. But there were so many incidents in that last 15 minutes that either the, the seven officials weren't looking at the game properly or they chose to ignore. Mm. Either way, the officials were wrong in this situation. And part of me doesn't blame Lara for what they done because... They probably were reading the situation that, well, we're going to get away with this. Let's 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 really go and rattle these boys and, and get stuck into them.
1: And it worked for them. But the means justifies the end. Lara have been through a lot of heartbreak and, and have been on the wrong side of refereeing decisions themselves. And uh, particularly, there was a game against Shercock a couple of years ago when Shercock won it. I think I'm right in saying that. And Lara were, were hard done by in the quarterfinal.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, yeah, so Lara, have, Lara
1: have put up with more than most as well. Yeah, um, yeah, but it, it, did, it, did leave, it, did leave, it did leave a bad taste in the mouth because they got away with murder there um, in the last few minutes. It's just bad refereeing. But again, if a referee's not going to blow it, what, what are you going to do? You're going to stand back and say, "Well, I'm not going to, mm. I'm not going to do something against the rules here b- b- out of uh, some Corinthian sportsmanship spirit." Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> and yet there is part of me that, right, while I, I'm not blaming Lara for for the on-field incidents, there was two off-field incidents or. or the one that annoyed me more than was at the end of the game a Lara player you know kind of up in the some of the Cú Hulland support or bench and management very close to them I don't know what was being said but it looked antagonising in some way no need for that at mm. all step away go and enjoy the fact that you're after making the county final that you deserve to be in As in because Lara have been good enough to be there for years, but it left a sour taste. And most people that I spoke to after the game were kind of going, why are you doing that? There's no need for you to get involved with stuff like that. Shake their hands. You know, whatever went on during the game went on during the game. Shake their hands and it's over and done with. Like Little things like that I don't think will. As as one person said to me, there was a lot of referees at that game sitting in the stand that look at that and go... You know, they're they're not they're not good lads at all. You know, that's not sportsman-like behaviour.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I don't I don't think it should carry on to the next game. Um, oh no, it should. I, I know, but it's human nature. I know what yeah, you're saying, yeah, yeah. but I don't want to sound like we're we're totally against Lara. I have the absolute height of admiration for Lara because they'll come up through the ranks, and they've come up with a really young team and, and they've got several setbacks and we've seen other clubs around Cav and we're coming up with young teams and they get a setback or two and they and they just throw their arse at it but they have got several setbacks and they've lost game, big games and, and they kept at it and they kept at it and even in the league this year they got to Division 1 and the league this year had a very bad start and, and they, they started getting their players back and they kept at it and they stayed up in Division 1 mm. and like, oh. like so that's a credit to them and they're now they're in the Championship Final and for my money they're going to start it as favourites But it, just, it did leave a bit of a bad taste All that it stuff did. at the end there was, there was no need for it
0: And that's possibly the disappointing thing That that this has to be a talking point Whereas we should be just talking about This great football and Lara team That have made a county final But it do you, ba- do you blame
1: the aggressor Or do you blame the, the guardian of the of the law here uh,
0: I, I have to say And I don't You know me I don't, I don't want to be given out about referees Because more often than not It comes back to haunt me If I'm, if I'm ever over a team but the, the officials have to take the responsibility on this one, I think, personally.
1: I, I think so too, but um, the final is going to be a humdinger because Lara, yeah. Lara are going to play aggressively again. They're going to play on the on the edge. Biltorbit play on the edge. Yeah. And, and uh, have
0: done for a long time. They know how to play on the edge.
1: Yeah, but Biltorbit are a very good season team. Mm. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. Throw the ball up and stand well back.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I, I think it'll actually be... You know I'm going
1: for, well just just uh, well you've already called Bethorbert to win the championship. I'm going for Lara to win the final. Um so yeah. that's gonna make it interesting. Who did you
0: call to win the championship when we done this two weeks ago?
1: Lara. Oh was it Lara yeah, as Lara, well? Yeah.
0: Oh right, so yeah. it's head to head on this one. Yeah. So if if I win this it's 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 an overall victory for me <laughs> in the entire year. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Um yeah, and look at just to reiterate, you know. It's nothing. It's not really against Lara. I more of my problem is 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 with the officials that it it wasn't dealt with, um, the incidents And I can't blame Lara for for finding out where that line was and going right to it. You know.
1: Yeah, we should mention just a couple of the other ads that played well. Lee Riley had a great game, wing back. Yeah, kicked yeah. A, kicked a mighty point at one stage, and uh,
0: I thought Jack McKenna's first half was was brilliant. And even even if he didn't get the flick on the ball for the goal. I thought that he, uh, the the fact that he went in that area, that he was, you know, anticipating maybe it might drop short here. I'll go and I'll try and get something onto it. I thought showed showed real, uh, you know, gutsy qualities. I thought the battle between Fergal McKenna and Evan Dowey was excellent. Yeah, genuinely was because you could say both of them played well. You yeah. know, there was a lot of a lot of physical exchanges between them. A lot of good scores on Evan Dowdy's part but then a lot of times when he was turned over by Fergal brilliantly tackling you know so it, I thought that was an intriguing battle
1: Yeah it was and look we talked about teams with setbacks and all that But Cucullens, with 15 minutes to go last year in the championship final everything was going to plan mm-hmm. and and it went away from them in the last quarter they came back this year by all currents, put in a massive effort yeah. and got back and lost semi-final by a point I hope they keep at it as well because they're good enough to win the championship as well
0: The other one on, on Lara some of Fergal O'Rourke's kickouts were just magical we were talking about the pockets of space where the set piece for Lara's kickouts and how he could just drill a ball into a man's chest 60 yards away was just brilliant to watch He's, his kickouts are are. They're probably up in the best in the county, you have to say. If you're an outfield player, if you're a midfielder and you make the run at the right time in the right space, he's going to deliver. It. You know, it, it's, it's a choice to watch. They tick a lot of
1: boxes. Like, um, Owen Cooney's out injured, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know what They he still going? have a strong panel. But they pan. still have a strong panel, yeah. Like that's a th- testament to the work they've put in. And like O'Rourke there, he's a good free taker as well. They've an yeah. awful lot going for him, but. We'll talk a bit more about it next week.
0: Yeah, we'll preview that next week. So uh, that brings us to the end of this week's McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast. Don't forget to head on over to the patreon.com forward slash We Are wearecavin service where on the diehards we are previewing the Cully's Craft Bakery Junior Championship Final with interviews from both camps and we'll also be looking back over the Senior Championship Quarterfinals while previewing the Senior Championship Semi-Finals this weekend as I said earlier on if you're over in New York head down to Rory Dolan's this Saturday night 8 o'clock for the launch of the Cavan G Polo Grounds Centre of Excellence and don't forget to pick up the book that's in shops most shops around the country today or definitely in all good bookstores uh, Charlie Great launch the other night by the way
1: Thanks yeah It was great. great turnout And this Thursday night uh, At 8.30 It was advertised for 9 But we're changing it to Half 8 now To get people in a bit earlier In the boar's head
0: um, Get me there earlier Yeah It's, it's <laughs> really at 9 But we'll tell everyone it's <laughs> half 8 So Damien gets there on time uh,
1: t- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so Anyone around Dublin
0: uh, Please c- call down to that You'll be more than welcome Yeah Thanks again folks Hope you have a great weekend
1: Yes it was great Yes it was great Yes it was great stuff And Larry has put it over the bar It was hard Fast football after that You're
0: in of a nice
1: Was there a feeling That that might have been A chance for Kevin To get come back into the big time And then McKay And it's over the lap. And Kevin Are not buried yet Have them doing all they could To hold their lead To Gerrith McDonald,
0: What a goal Oh what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Calvin. Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hey, yeah! Hey, yeah! <laughs>